Welcome to the American Med Spa Podcast, Medical Spa Insider. This week, founder Alex Tiersch is joined by Dr. Sarah Trammell and Chris Kappas of Craftsman Industry and Mobile Med Spa Solutions. All right, everybody. Alex Tiersch here, Medical Spa Insider. Um, we are very excited. I am very excited. And I, I always say very excited, but this time I'm really, really, really very excited to have Dr. Sarah Trammell and Chris Kappas with uh, Craftman Industries and Mobile Med Spa Solutions. We are talking all things mobile med spas today. And um, this is, you know, a, obviously it's, it's mobile med spas have been around for a while. This isn't exactly a new thing, but I will say I feel like um, this this segment of the industry, so mobile med spas in the, within the med spa industry has taken on um, an even bigger life in the last um, say year to 18 months, um, maybe two years. And, and we're seeing more and more, um, people coming in and which is why, um, you know, uh, Chris, uh, with Craftman Industries, which is a, a, a big company, they're getting into, um, into mobile med spas, which I think is very exciting, but I want to start, first of all, welcome to both of you. Thanks for joining me. Thanks, Alex. Great to be here. And Dr. Sarah, I can either call you Dr. Sarah or Sarah. I'm going to call you Dr. Sarah. Dr. Sarah, um, you are well known to a lot of folks because you've been, I mean, you've been like in our our publication, the QP. You were on the, the big stage at MSS this year. You are the owner um, and operator of the Beauty Bus, which is down in Abilene, Texas, right? And and um, which is an incredible thing um, that there's lots of pictures on it on our website. We've got some and on the um, and obviously on the Internet, you can find stuff. But it's really this it's this Airstream trailer that you've converted into a mobile med spot. And then you've also got a thriving business on top of that. Um, it's great to have you. By the way, I've been stalking to get you. I just said stalking and I wasn't even supposed to use it. We had a long talk ahead of time not to use certain words and I just used it. I have been um, trying to get you on this podcast for a long time and you've been avoiding me. So I appreciate finally you you taking the time. Welcome to the podcast. That's how we're going to start? Okay. Um, <laughs> so glad. Yes. No, we've been talking about this for a long time. But yes, happy to be here. Thank you. So tell us a little bit, um, just f- for, you know, a lot of the folks who listen um, haven't been to the MedSpa show. You had a, we had a great um panel talk um, to open it in January with some with some people who owned great brands and, and you were one of them. But for those who aren't familiar with you, talk a little bit about, tell us a little bit about um, your brand and, and how you got started and, and, and what this beauty bus concept is all about. Sure, of course. So um, my business official name is Abilene Beauty Bus. So if you start looking for it, you do need to put the Abilene part in, which Great. is I thought that. Um, yep. a small town in West Texas. So we have about 120,000 people here. We're three hours due west of Dallas. So a little bit out in the country, but um, great people and a great place to start a business, I found out. So I started about three years ago, a little over three years ago now, doing Botox parties. And my first bus, I guess you could call it, was my vehicle. (laughs) I carried around a $40 box that I'd purchased on Amazon. I ordered uh, two vials of Botox and started literally just injecting small groups of people. Most of them were friends. I started in kitchens and um, one of my friends had a nail salon in town. And so I started there, but um, quickly that grew. 
And I realized that my next step or investment level that I wanted to tolerate was something that I could become more mobile in, but yet have control over my environment. Mm -hmm. And literally looked on Craigslist and found this Airstream trailer that was fully functional at the time. And I went by myself, purchased it, trucked it back home, I guess you would say. Mm -hmm. So hooked it up to my husband's truck. I still am not very good at backing it out, but I can drive straight really well. So (laughs) um, I just drove straight home and we ended up, my family, it was kind of a family project. We spent a week and gutted the whole thing out, redid it, and it now functions as a a mobile office space. We um, used that pretty much full time for, oh, I don't know, five to six months. And then my business just grew and kept growing and growing. And so I needed a more permanent kind of brick and mortar. So um, that's a story for another day, but I I do have a brick and mortar now, but we still use the bus. Um, I would say on average, at least once a month, we do, I guess what you could call pop-up parties. Um, We still call them Botox parties where we're going either out in our local community or even reaching out further. So about a 60 mile radius is about all I'm comfortable with mm-hmm. driving yeah. the, the trailer. Um, but we go out to these, these smaller towns that are, I know for some of y'all, it's hard to believe they're smaller towns than 120,000 <laughs> people in Abilene, but there are even some smaller towns around us that tolerate having um, you know, one of them is a hairdresser and we can talk more about that mm-hmm. in specifics, but it's, it's just amazing what it affords me to be able to do without having to go out and set up franchises or yeah. all these things around me. I can take where I am and, and, and move out in a radius around. So, yeah. And I mean, for, for those of you who haven't seen it, the, there's, you can find pictures um, on the web and it's so cool. And you designed this all yourself. Like this wasn't, you, you didn't have professionals come in. You was just, you, you gutted it and did all the design yourself. Yeah, we really did. It's really cute. So I always say the name wrong. And so the experts in the Airstream population are probably going to correct me. Um, yes. But I've heard it pronounced several times. The version that we have is the Argosy which is a smaller version. So I did not want the big 36 foot (laughs) Airstream trailer to, to direct around. But, um, so it was, it's 26 feet. We bought it. Like I said, it was in working condition. My husband about had a heart attack when I told him I wanted to rip out the bathroom and rip out everything (laughs) in it. But we did, we gutted it completely down. Um, and, and laid the flooring. And then I did have professional, um, paint it and paint the outside. Right. But it is real cute. It's turquoise and white, but the inside looks like just what you would imagine in an office. We have counters. Um, we have a, I went through several different versions of a chair for injecting. Mm -hmm. We have a couch so you can fit five to six people in there at a time. Some people can sit up at the front and have drinks and visit while I'm injecting somebody in the back. So it's a very social aspect, um, very social atmosphere of, you know, coming and going. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a fun place. I think it's such a cool, um, concept and it's, it's great. Just, I mean, you were using it as your primary location for a while, but it's such a great branding, um, tool and, and, and to have, to have it, um, pull up, um, whether it's at some sort of like a 
festival or something. I mean, it's got to just be people have got to be talking about it all the time because people talk about doing mobile businesses. But this what you've developed, Sarah, is really, truly a, a branded mobile business that 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 provides such energy and sales just from being there. Talk a little bit about and, and then I'm going to go to you next, Chris. But talk before we go, um, Sarah, what's the what's the reaction when you're when you're either driving down the street or you pull up somewhere? I mean, what do what do people re- how do they react to it? And what's the what's the reaction to, to getting treated inside the the the, the beauty bus? Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's really funny. I, I do, you know, obviously there's lots of trailers and trucks in Texas. So that part of it is not that outlandish, but turquoise and white driving down the street always gets a few um, stares. And then I think literally they, they pull up and see that I'm driving the truck and I am sure they're going, what is this girl doing? But um, yeah, you know, I, I think one of the aspects of it, it's really kind of become, like you said, it is my brand. Um, at some point I thought, oh gosh, do I need to go back and change my name if I'm not using the bus all the time? And I mean, very simply, no is the mm-hmm. answer to that. It's our logo. It's, it's everything that we do. And it has, it has, um, you know, kind of been a mascot for our business. Yeah. It still sits out right by my brick and mortar. So it sits out here yeah. kind of like a dog <laughs> yeah. that you can go take pictures. I have people always saying, can we go take a picture in the bus? And, um, I've had several professional photo- photographers reach out saying, Hey, you know, can I do a photo shoot with it? So it's, it is very eye catching. I, you know, at first when I was really trying to build my business and build my brand, I would go out and put it in town, different places, mm-hmm. whether it be, um, you know, downtown festivals. We, um, you know, we did some pop-ups with local vendors in town or yeah. other local yeah. businesses and we'd go park it in their parking lot. Well, I mean, goodness gracious, whether somebody wanted Botox or not, they would come by yeah. just to look at it, look inside. And so I did a ton of talking at the beginning and maybe not as much Botox as I was wanting to from a financial standpoint, but I do think that it was, it's definitely something quirky and different. And so, you know, it, it brings about a lot of conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the, so the city that we go to on a regular basis is like about, like I said, about 40 minutes from us. It's a girl who has a really cute hair salon there. Um, and winters, Texas is, I don't know the population. I would say it's less than 10,000, mm-hmm. but it's mostly a farming community. And so, but they have a random group of younger women yeah, yeah. and she has 20 people lined up every 10 minutes for me once a quarter. Wow. And I have injected um, well over a hundred individual people, like different people from yeah. this one town and they come from all these different towns when she advertises it and the beauty of it you think okay what are you actually gaining from that if you're just doing botox because that's all i do in the bus i do limit it to botox i've been asked to do tons of other stuff in it but my facility my bus as opposed to what chris is kind of dreaming up is really only designed as far as i'm concerned for botox um but It's like, you know, it's like the beginning drug. You're, yeah. You just kind of get them in. And then a large percentage of those women come back to my office yeah. and they've gotten fillers. They've gotten all kinds of other treatments. And so that productivity is, is pretty impressive. Yeah. But yeah, so it's it's a great business opportunity to to get your name out there. Um, and, and like I said, I think it also is a good 
opportunity to check out other markets without yeah. having to go buy brick and mortar and yeah. invest. I mean, I was looking at going into another city not far from us. And I mean, just when I started very roughly doing all the calculations, I was, I was going to be, you know, $500,000 in not yeah. knowing if this town could right. tolerate me yeah. or another business, another yeah. med spa, another group. And so I thought, you know what, I just need to go over there whether I take the bus or not. But, you know, if I had something more of like what Chris is talking about, where you really have this mobile business model Facility, yeah. and you've already paid for that expense and then go over there and try it out. I mean, yeah. that's, that's how my business got to be so successful is that I started small. Yep. I kept it simple. I added more things really one piece at a time, whether it was starting with Botox, then adding fillers, then buying some lasers, you know, all the way up now to, a whole realm of things and more employees, but you can go try these markets out with almost zero investment costs other than some gas, which hopefully we don't live in California. So that's a little (laughs) bit less of an issue, (laughs) but still. So, um, Chris, I, first of all, that, that's amazing. Like the, that story is so cool. And I think the way that you did it is, is really perfect and that it was in a controlled, um, kind of growth strategy. Yeah, that's my dog. We got my, my, I, you'll have various animals popping in and out of the screen. Um, um, oh, he's, he's, <laughs> this is too much. He's adorable. Um, but, um, what, 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 one of the things that struck me and I saw it, Chris, your, your eyes, uh, eyebrows raised, uh, Sarah, you said, um, people are walking, you know, wanting to take pictures with, you know, with the bus inside. I mean, the, the branding that you get on Instagram and everything is, is, is so big, but, um, craftsman industries and med spa mobile solutions. Um, first of all, craftsman is a, is a, is a very big company. It's been around for a while. Um, I, my reaction when I saw Chris that that the craftsman and this 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 new business um, vertical that you were creating was coming into the industry, I was like, wow, that means that mobile med spas are for real. Like it's 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 happening because you've got a major player investing major dollars into creating these things. Ta- uh, first of all, give a little background of how um, you know you got into this specific industry and what what you're looking to create because I think it's, it's Sarah. You've mentioned it a few times it's different, but it's also very similar. Yeah. Well, first of all, Alex, thanks for for having me and uh, you know love Dr. Sarah's passion for what she's doing and that really is the inspiration behind kind of what we're what we're building now. Not not to confuse Craftsman as the tool company. That's not us. We're <laughs> Craftsman Industries and. You know, we started out 40 years ago as being one of uh, Anheuser-Busch's primary trailer companies. And what evolved there was doing a lot of their experiential marketing, uh, taking the Clausdale uh, horses out and, and, you know, the wagons. And, and that quickly grew into a whole different market, right? And so, you know, our, sort of the genesis of the business is, and sort of touched on this, that when you think about experiences they are the currency of the future. Everybody's looking for a unique experience, whether it's at retail and in this case, whether it's mobile. So everything we do is to create a interactive experience where we can uh, uh, provide access, convenience, and simplicity to the consumer. And when you look at what we've all gone through over the last two years, that's really kind of the, that's what, what, that's what's being demanded, right? 
So when you look at kind of our, our legacies of business, we invented the food truck industry, right? And that was named for chefs to go out and, and serve, serve communities, uh, local communities. We're involved in the fair and festival business. So if you, when you're taking your kids to a fair and you want to get them some cotton candy, instead of having to reach way up in the air and, and do an exchange, we, we, we've come up with unique ways for the, for the actual trailer unit to drop to the ground. And of course, it's got to be branded. Um, but that's evolved now into gaming, uh, doing a lot of work for Sony and, and technology with Dell and Amazon and Boeing. And all these companies realize now that that with shows, trade shows being slow and retail being challenged, that you've got to go to your community to, rather than wait for. Right. And that really is, I think, the future. We, and you use the word, and I love it, which is mobilizing business. When you think about our that's what we do. We help companies mobilize. And so... Uh, how I got into this world, I, I, I come, I'm an exhibitionist, right? I, I say that with some tongue in cheek. I came <laughs> out of the exhibition field and did trade shows for 30 years, and, and I was hired to primarily develop new new channels for experiential vehicles. So it just so happened I have a buddy who's a plastic surgeon, and we we're having cocktails one night. And I said, "Well, you know," and, and I think a tattoo mobile went by, a removery, I think it was the company, and I said done anything with a, a mobile unit and he said that's a heck of an idea you know we've talked about it but just haven't done it yet so to make a long story short i i first call i made frankly when i knew you guys were in chicago was to call and i talked to cassandra on your team and 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 said hey who in the industry can i talk with and, and explore and and really that that is how i got connected with dr sarah and she was you know, certainly inspirational and aspirational for me. Um, and I got to know a number of people and, and, and put together a plan. And when you look at, you know, the research that you're providing with the industry growing at 12% a year and the average cost of, of, a, of a brick and mortar, which is $1.2 million, I said, there's got to be a way to engage new, new um, uh, entrepreneurs and uh, a lot of people coming to us now are physicians assistants who are really they're, they're burnt out. You know, they've been working 14 hour days over the last few years and they now want to get out of the system and do something on their own. And they believe this gives them some control Yeah, because many of them are, are doing injecting now. And why not have something on their own where they can get into an early or, or you know, begin the process at a low, lower price point and, and have some flexibility and be able to to, to build a business. So when you look at all that thing coalescing and you look at consumers and the way they like to engage, you look at experiential and you look at, at, um, at you know, the primary, uh, the largest uh, population of, of Botox users are millennials. And you, you look at Amazon and be able to call and get something in your doorstep in two hours. It's all about being, being prepared to deliver a product and service at a moment's notice. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it's scheduled, but you get my drift, you know? Yeah. So that led into this vision of a business and, and, you know, we're partnering now with, and, and so, to, you know, I, I'm not an expert, I'm not an injector, but I'm an entrepreneur. And I realized that I'm going to need to build a coalition of experts that are, that are experts in the category, but that can bring value to what I'm offering. So, and how I came to that conclusion was I went out and talked to a few uh, med spa owner operators and they started to ask me the questions that, that, you know, if you've had one, you can answer, which is how do I promote it? You know, how do I get people to come see me? Uh, who drives it? 
How do we get a parking place? I mean, all those questions. I said, I got to find somebody, A, that can, yeah. that's managed a unit. And I also got to find a person that can take the design aesthetic from a spot and bring it into the, the contained environment of a mobile unit. So I brought on two, two members uh, uh, that are, are part of our team. Um, and they're not, they're not new, new news to the industry because they're known. Um, and that's Michelle Pelifis and Michelle is one, it does the most volume of interior build outs in North America for spas. And the other person is Ashley James, who, who, who runs and has run four different mobile med spas across the U S right. And is now doing injector training. So, you know, we, we realize that we need to make it simple for someone to get in. We need to provide them with obviously information about the legality and all the things that you have to think about in certain states because every state's a little different right so so that that's been the genesis of this is we want to offer uh three solution sets and they are at different price points they're turnkey so you can come into this and and you can buy any or all of of the service meaning you can have the unit designed for you uh, if you're, if you know how to operate one, we can step in and, and it'll be ready for you in, in less than four months. Or you can be someone that doesn't know a lot about the business that can work with a professional that's done it, and we can help set them up in business and take yeah. them through all the all the machinations. So it's all about speed to market. And that's you. You, you what, what did come into come to come into the AmSpa headquarters in um, Chicago and. Uh, we got to see some of the concept designs that you had put together, um, and I have to say, I mean, they they are really cool. I mean, I've seen, I, Sarah, I haven't seen yours in person, but I've seen a lot of photos, um, and, and really, it's it's very it's very similar. Um, but Chris, you've got different, you know, different levels and different d- different ideas. You can do, you know, one treatment chair or, or multiple treatment chairs. Um, yeah. What are you trying to be? I mean, I guess what's the Chris? Who are you trying to reach? What's your who's your ideal customer? Or, or is that something you're you're still working on finding out? No, no. I think I think there's two questions. There is is you know, are we reaching a particular user, i.e., consumer? Uh, that's one question. The other is, you know, who, who ultimately might buy into this concept, right? And I think, you know, as, as Dr. Sarah mentioned, let's just look at the people that are operating a brick and mortar. Um, they may, you know, you're landlocked, let's face it. And you have a unit and they, you may want to explore a different territory, but you also don't want to make a five or six year financial commitment to an area you're not certain about. So we offer our units on lease. You can go out and test a market. Uh, and be able to explore it and or if you have a market already defined and you're building it out, you may want something in front of that market, that place being built that allows you to promote and actually do procedures inside the unit while your brick and mortar is being built. Yeah. So it becomes, and you've touched on this a lot, a brand champion, an ambassador for you, whether it's an independent uh, unit that's out on its own or as a complement to um, your brick and mortar. So, you know, as Dr. Sarah talked about, it becomes a perfect cottage community reach out in a way to test and brand yourself, right? So that's that's the brick and mortar side that might exist. There's there's also, and I touched on this a moment ago, uh, a, a lot of interest uh, among the 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 call it non MD community that can inject, but you know, they want to do it on their own. They, they have a vision and these are bespoke built custom for them. Right. But we're using a chassis that can be a, uh, a sprinter or can be a 24 foot, what we call a glass body or can become a coach. 
And the aim here is to offer kind of a, a, a beginner, a medium, a medium and an enterprise version that allows different, different users to grow within their practice. So you may be someone that wants to test the market. You don't want to put, you know, half a million dollars into a market, but maybe you're willing to put a quarter million dollars in and, and go out and, and really grow that business, right? But they're also, you have the ability to expand into the number of, of seats and, and the, the different services that we could provide. Yeah. You know, we're also talking to uh, laser companies. I have a laser company that's maybe thinking about laser mobiles. And, <laughs> you know, actually, you know, taking, uh, you know, a fleet out. And when you think about all the products that, uh, that sort of occupy or comprise our industry, it could be a lot of different things. IV, IV solutions we're talking about with yeah. one, one user, right? And the IV side is really um, uh, exploding, you know, as yeah. millennials and other people want to have access to vitamins and, and you know, if they go out one night, maybe have a few too, too many, uh, they that, can have the infusion bus come in and, and help them. So, so, look, at the end of the day, all we're trying to do is offer options and help help the industry grow, but in a, in a smart way. Right, right. I, didn't, I and we didn't want to go out and, and put a bus in the field and it doesn't work. You know, we want, to, we want to provide the tools available that you can plug and play based upon the need and where you're at in, in the medical profession. So a couple, a couple things. First of all, I never thought I would be using the word chassis in relation, in relation to med spas, <laughs> but here we go. Uh, we're talking chassis. Um, and then secondly, um, what I, I find super interesting is that, um, you know, you two know each other, but you don't, you don't have a, you know, a a a real business relationship together. But what's interesting is that, um, Dr. Sarah, what, what, what you described and what you've described in the past to me, um, you know, all the things that, that, that Craftsman Industries is doing and that Chris talked about, you were kind of doing. So it's like the, it, it, it really makes sense that, that this is happening because it's not just, you know, brick and mortar. It's really about the industry and what you want to do. And it's about the brand. Um, what I, I'd like to ask both of you this, um, but Sarah, we'll start with you. Um, do you see this because you've done both, really. You've had you've had your airstream, your the beauty bus as your primary location. Now it's you know you're saying once a month, really, and it's it's become kind of a branding, um, you know, Instagram worthy traveling advertisement and a way for you to test out markets. Do you see this more as Sarah as a as a kind of a, a concept that is permanent where someone's going to use it and this is going to be their only business or or is this more an adjunct marketing tool and branding tool that you can bring to street festivals you can bring to other cities and and get your name out there what do you think that where do you think this is going so i think that's a great question and i and i struggle with this and i would say both which is cheating i know but i can I can truly see going both directions. And I think that's the beauty of mobility is that it can be your starting ground. It can be a low um, level entryway of getting into owning a business. It doesn't have to be aesthetics, obviously. I mean, Chris was listing off all the different things that have gone mobile. And, you know, I think the pandemic, if nothing else, taught us flexibility, taught us think outside the box. There's lots of different ways of doing things. Um, And so I think starting small is always the way I encourage anybody I talk to about starting out in aesthetics is just start small. Um, And this really 
allows you the ability to be a real live. I mean, you don't want to be injecting Botox in back alleys. I mean, I always, I think that's a really good point. When I would tell people I was injecting, but you know, Botox parties sometimes have a bad rap. Yep. Um, Botox in people's kitchens and all the things like you can roll your eyes all you want to, but there is some legitimacy to meeting people where they are, whether that's in their physical space, you know, it's very overwhelming for people to come into my office still, even though it's as low key as we try and make it, but they still are intimidated by coming in through a door to a space versus you know what, there's a cute bus and you pop in and you say, hi, what's going on here? Um, or, you know, whatever it may be. So I think that not only have we as a whole kind of learned to think about things outside of the box, and Chris mentioned millennials. I do feel like that huge growing population of aesthetics has also grown up with the fact that they want convenience. You know, they have to have access to things quickly and um, as simple as possible. We actually listened to a guy give a talk to some um, medical, um, some hospital CEOs. And this was probably, I was trying to remember exactly when it was, but it had to have been more than five years ago, right? Everything's at least like more than two years ago now. So (laughs) you're like two plus whatever I would have thought ahead of time. So let's say five years ago. And he was using the term futurist for Mm -hmm. medicine. And his example was, listen, all of these people, all of these thousands of employees at Google or Facebook or wherever, you pull up to Silicon Valley and they're getting all of their medical care by these mobile units that pull up and they come down for 30 minutes, they get their yearly exam, blood work, whatever, and then they pop back right back up into work. They're not having to take the day off Mm -hmm. to go to the doctor's office to do the things. And so that was one of my first ideas was what if I take this bus and I drive it down to our bank downtown with 250 employees in it and I have my laser hair removal machine in it because I did set it up from an electrical standpoint to, mm-hmm. to manage that, which obviously takes all kinds of power that somebody professionally told me about. But, <laughs> you know, I could put my laser in there and make it work. Um, and I thought, golly, what if that was if I could just offer laser hair removal all day long and they take their, you know, quote unquote smoke break and come down, get laser hair removal, and pop back up. It's like, there's 250 people who are just sitting here all day long. I never had the opportunity to try that out, Um, but, you know, I still think that there is that market of ease, mobility, um, you know, available right now. That is just, that's just a mindset that we all now have, have taken. So, yes, I can see it as a mascot and an advertisement type thing, but I can also see, especially like I said, with the things that Chris has shown me and all of the the different options that they have, it truly is an a completely enclosed office building. Um, yeah. you know, my office, you y'all can see it behind me, but it's three hundred square feet. So it's not as if I function in ten thousand square feet on a day to day basis. I do everything body type, face type. Um, you know all the lasers everything in 300 square feet so you know his 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 options are not that much smaller and you know you can do those things in a small amount of space
Hey folks, Alex Tiersch here, and I want to thank our sponsors for this podcast, RepeatMD. And here's a question for you. What's the number one reason you haven't purchased the latest laser for your aesthetic practice? Or why haven't you launched that new treatment that you've been talking about for months? If you're like most, it's because you don't have the time. Time to train the staff, time to consult with your patients, time to run social media ads. The issue of time is real and it's overwhelming. It's no wonder why businesses stop investing and eventually stop growing. But what if I told you it didn't have to be that way? What if a company like Starbucks had already solved this problem? And their solution can solve this for you, just like it does for them. In fact, the solution works so well, it allowed them to successfully launch 42 new products in 2020 across 15,000 locations. So what's the magic solution? For Starbucks, it's called the Starbucks Rewards mobile app. And for you, it's called RepeatMD. RepeatMD builds your aesthetic practice, its own private label mobile rewards app. Think of it like Starbucks Rewards, but built specifically for your aesthetics practice. Here are RepeatMD's average results for their clients. 51 new patient referrals in the first 90 days. 8 out of 10 rewards members purchase a new service within the first 6 months. And $313,000 in top-line revenue growth in the first year alone. Visit RepeatMD.com dot com slash amspa to book a quick product demonstration that's repeatmd.com slash amspa amspa you'll receive 50 percent off towards your purchase for being a listener of medical spa insider again repeatmd.com slash amspa thanks very much there is a learning curve for people who are getting aesthetic treatments like that first time can be a little nerve wracking. And if you've got it kind of as a, um, you know, whether a gathering of people, so you've got a couple of your friends and you're all going, it makes it almost easier for you to, to do it. And, and it helps to have a, a qualified medical professional like you there. Um, but it, it, it does, I think, lower that barrier to entry for the for, for first timers, which is really, really, you know, the one of the main things that the industry is trying to overcome here. Chris, I'm curious what you think. Um, and, and I agree, the answer is both. I don't know that we can, it's not exclusive. But um, what do you think is going to be more appealing? Um, the the kind of the branding aspect, street festival, test new markets kind of thing, like um, you know the mascot, as Sarah says, or is this is this truly going to be somebody's permanent space? I don't think most of the people that we've had, and and, and by the way, you know this is a new business, so yeah, no, I, um, I'm understanding that. Yeah, no, no, but I, I share that only because. Um, the, the inbound inquiries we're having um, really are all distinct. You know, we have a doc and a, and a, and a, and a nurse who want to open three mobile units for IV. Okay. Uh, one in Scottsdale, one in Miami, one in Chicago, right? So that, that they, they envision this being, you know, but they're not going in. They have funding behind them, right, right to, to, to do this. So that's that situation. We have a, a nurse um, in, in uh, Atlanta, uh, and, and she wants... Basically, once they found, once she told people she was coming up for a tour, and she was in a few weeks ago, um, they all wanted to know, well, how was the tour? And all of a sudden, she's talking to them about fund, helping fund. Or she's going to fund it and have them work for her. Mm-hmm. So, so 
I, I, I'm not sure we have a rhythm yet yeah. in terms of, you know, what that universe looks like. I think it's going to be, I think we're going to, you know, each, each meeting we have, there, there's not a commonality. In a sense, everybody kind of has their own vision. So I still think I'm, I'm absorbing what, you know, that future, to use Dr. Sears term, that futurist look is. I, I think it's here for the future. I think it's here because we're, we're, we're whether it's this, this side of the business or all the other verticals we're serving, it's booming, you know? And I think the idea that, you know, we're, it, it's a different time. And when you look at, you know, baby boomers are, 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 you know, getting older, millennials are coming out as a large percent of the population. They have a different mindset. We've covered that. So I, I do think that, 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 that there is that, that uh, um, deflection to, to, you know, we're seeing it in the research that people, people are going to always err. You see it with telemedicine, right? Yeah, absolutely. The, 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 the fear, I mean, the same fear that people had with telemedicine now look at it. I mean, it's a booming business. I mean, I, I don't, I don't go see my doctor. I, I you know, like we're doing now. Yeah. And it saves me a hell of a lot of time. It doesn't mean my bills last, unfortunately, <laughs> but it, it is a service that I, I appreciate because I don't have to get in my car and drive and, you know, so on and so forth. So I didn't answer your question really well, only suggest that I don't think any of us know. Yeah. And that, that's the exciting part of it is, you know, we're, we're going to come to your show. We're going to bring a unit. Uh, we're going to introduce it in September formally, you know, with some, uh, a, a unit. Um, and, you, you, you know, I think well, if we have this, this conversation a year from now, I think we'll be able to qualify that. At your show, for example, I think it's worth having a few other, having more conversation around it in a, in a group setting. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't have all the answers. I, I'm just kind of piggybacking off of Dr. Sarah's vision and, you know, trying to figure out how can I do something that amplifies what she has, but make it easier for people to get involved in the business. Yeah. I, th- I mean, I, 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 th- I think you're absolutely right. I, I, I don't, know that there is a you know a, a super qualified answer to that to that question i i can absolutely see both i mean to me i get um i like sarah when i see what you're doing um to, to me the the just the 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 value of the branding um is so great i mean you're saying you have people come out and want to take pictures in it take pictures buy it I mean, that is priceless when you think about these folks posting it on Instagram and that's free marketing. And it's just like, it's, you call it a mascot and you know, it it is a mascot in some ways it's a novelty, but it's also fully functioning. It's very nice. It does the trick. Um, I I just, in, in, in many ways, I can see a lot of folks trying to go in this direction if for nothing else, just to be able to have that ability to do some mobile leasing, some, some branding mobile, you know, um, it's 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 such a cool concept. Go ahead, Chris. Well, you know, you asked a while ago on your note here about um, manufacturers, and you know, we did put it put Hydrofacial on a tour. Yeah. Um, and you know, th- there's a case in point where here is a a treatment that you need to go through to experience it and to become a fan. Naturally, what what all this is about is creating a fan base around your 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 service. Yeah. And they did 13 cities. Uh, it was a pretty large production it wasn't one of the units we're talking about here but it was a 53 foot yeah uh trailer that would expand on both sides it became a thousand square feet it became a, a training center slash uh demo area for their products and you know i was on north avenue beach riding my bike with my wife in chicago and i and i'm riding by and there is there is it parked on the sand yeah, yeah. and it's in the middle of 
a beach. Yeah. And you think about the, to your point, the brand exposure that that provided hydrofacial, the place was packed. Yeah. So, you, you know, I, I just go back, you got to be in the game. You can't yeah. wait for people. You got to build your own brand. Yeah. And I think that's what Dr. Sarah's been amplifying here really well. Yeah. I, I, one of our, um, one of our best friends from residency, they have a medical spa up in um, Fayetteville, Arkansas. And we were actually up there on vacation last summer going to the lake and we drove by on our way to the lake and there is a airstream graveyard on our way <laughs> and my husband says pull over we got to get a bumper like i don't know we needed something <laughs> some piece that he wanted to go find we'll come to find out this guy is a collector of all different types of airstreams mm-hmm. long story short our friends bought one um redid it and at some point, we've got to get our two together because mine's turquoise and white. Hers is hot pink and white. They have a medical spa. And so she now has her very own oh, <laughs> beauty bus awesome. for their business. And they they just take it out. Just, you know, the always the question of who does this work for? Like, again, they have a beautiful space, like a humongous, typical med spa type space. And yet they found in Fayetteville, like, it's just a great way of getting people to recognize the colors and the brand and all of the all of the different pieces. So even if it is going to be fully functional as your business office, I mean, I think the things that Chris is offering is that, you know, in my opinion, you make it cute. Like, if you're going to do it, like, cover it in something. If you guys go on and look at their hydrofacial bus, I mean, it's you know exactly what it is. It's yeah. very cool. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, if you're going to do something like this, like make it advertising, make it like a billboard that you drive around town and and do something to where every time you you move it from place to place, you're you're gaining more and more, um, you know, visualization of it. Well, so. there, there's one ahead, other, yeah. just one other one other thing that we've been hearing more of, and I think it relates to the society. We've had a lot of a lot of folks that are asking, "Hey, can can you put some drop down beds in here? Because I want to use it on weekends with my family." So <laughs> the point being that you know, and it's it's you think about it. I mean, you know, everyone wants to get out into 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 the wild and, and into the woods, and and hey, you know, there's no reason it can't be designed in a way that it can become a, a beauty bus or a, a med spa solution uh, uh, during the week, and on the weekend it becomes you know your your quasi away at home, away from home. As long as you, as long as you, as long as you disinfect it and make sure there's lots of, you don't want your like smelly socks in the middle of it. Yeah. So, um, Sarah, has there been a time, and I'm sure there has, do you remember a time when like you've gotten some sort of, you've gotten a new patient from somebody who has just seen your senior bus driving around or, or someone took a photo of it, um, put it on their Instagram. Like what's the flow of the patient flow that comes from that? I mean, is it, does it truly lead to dollars or is it more just kind of general branding knowledge? Um, you know, I would say that it definitely is something that people remember, you know, they're not going to remember. I, I always laugh at, some of these med spas that have these most made up names to them that mean something to the person who owns them, whether it's a different language or it's their grandmother's name or or whatever you can have, obviously everybody can do it their, their own way, but there's really no mistaking. They don't have to really try to remember like, what is that? What is that term that she said? What's the name of her company? Like you just Google the beauty bus and you're going to find um, all the pictures. So Yes, I think that it simplifies um, 
simplifies their ability to search for things. I do, I will say that we give very detailed instructions of how to find us because, you know, when you take a deep dive into my business, you'll realize that my, my um, brick and mortar is at my house. So, um, you know, it's a whole, that's a whole nother conversation for another day, but the bus lives in the driveway. And so I have had several people pull up and like knock on the door of the Airstream and I have to kind of look out there and I'm like, Oh no, remember it said, come down here. So, you know, it, it's, it's something that is very visual. I don't, I don't know that I've necessarily had anybody just randomly see it in town and then look it up. I mean, maybe they have, but I mean, I definitely think these pop-up parties a hundred percent. I mean, we do a, something with a, a little town that's only about 20 minutes from us. And I have, I mean, I know off the top of my head, 10 people who have probably all spent well over 10, $15,000 each coming to me over the last three years. And that was simply because she said, Hey, do you want to bring the bus out here and, and yeah. just talk to people, do free consults from nine to 12, the first week of after school starts. Cause they're literally like down the street from the little school right there. And I was like, Oh yeah, sure. Why not? Um, and I mean, you know, it's really increased my business. Like just those little conversations, you just never know who's going to pop in. Um, and, and, you know, it wasn't even, they got Botox. They just came in and did a consult. So, you know, it's just an, it's an easy way for people to lower their barrier of coming in and talking to a provider and asking questions. So, you know, I if mean, I was better, if I listened to probably some of your consultants, Alex, I would be able to give you some percentages, but yeah. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't play the game that way. I just say, you know what, we're doing really well and, and that's great. So, well, and to be honest, that's how, that's how most people do it. Um, yeah, you should be tracking it. I'm just, just saying, I know, but, I know. Um, that's Harry okay. Ross would be all over that's, my tail if I didn't, you know, if I couldn't tell her what my my turnaround rate yeah, was, but that's, that's okay. That's, that's I'll, I'll ask for forgiveness. So, <laughs> um, so, um, you know, Chris, you mentioned something and, uh, when you, when, during your, your kind of opening and, um, I want to, I want to ask you about that in a second, but first Sarah, I want to, cause I want to ask you about this first. Um, Chris mentioned, you know, getting questions about where do I park it? How, you know, how do I maneuver this thing? What kind of license do I need to drive it? Um, and, and I want to get into kind of the realities of it because I think, you know, it looks really cool, but you said yourself, you have trouble, you can't back it up or anything. You only go in a straight line. So what's the, um, what was the hardest thing, Sarah, that you had to learn um, about having this thing mobile? What's the reality of having it? And then Chris, after she, she talks, I want to go to you and kind of get your, get your take on it. So quickly, my logistics, and I won't bore you with it all, but um, we already owned a truck. So mine is all um, like a fifth wheel. So mine yeah. is pulled by a vehicle. So it doesn't require any special license. Okay. I had to get a license plate or register the, the trailer as a trailer in the state of Texas, okay. which is very inexpensive. I don't, I, yeah, I think it's less easy. than $100 a year. I mean, th- that's yeah. not expensive. Um so we had to hook it to the, the, the truck. I will say one of my limiting factors that Chris is going to make much simpler is that ours has to run off a generator. So I had to buy a 
very big, nice, fancy generator okay. that has to live in the back of the truck. So right. um, that is what runs all of my power in in the bus. Okay. Um, parking wise, you know, it's really not bad. Twenty six feet in in the truck. Um, I've been through two or three different sizes of trucks. <laughs> I mean, if you want to get it in the nitty gritty, I can tell you exactly which truck to buy. But <laughs> um, yeah, so when I. When we go at like downtown and pop in at some of the boutiques, I literally just my one of my requests is that you have to block me off a certain amount of space mm-hmm. so that I can pull it in because you obviously don't want to be in the back alley. I mean, you're trying to be out there as an advertisement. And right. so um, space wise, it's it's nice to be able to have, you know, to have room. But other than that, um, insurance that got a little bit hairy. Um Trying to explain mm-hmm. to some older gentlemen that in the insurance business what I was doing and why I thought it was a good idea. Um, so I had to get business insurance, business level insurance mm-hmm. on the bus. And as a physician, my insurance goes with me. So my mm-hmm. malpractice insurance is with me. I could go on the street and inject people and still be covered from a malpractice standpoint. The, the bus itself had its own like slip and fall yeah. and yeah. all those kind of things. But yeah. that's, that's neither here nor there. Easily fixed. You just have to get somebody who can kind of open their brain a little bit and think outside the box. Yeah. And, and, and Chris, th- these logistical kind of real life challenges, I think you've, one of the things that you've done a great job and Sarah, you mentioned this is you're, you're kind of solving for some of them um, because it's all, you know, one unit hearing her talk though. What, what, what are your comments on that? Cause I think it's a, it's a kind of a, it's a, it's a perfect kind of segue into what your, your, your business solution is. Yeah. So with, you know, we have this, this, um, challenge that when it gets to be a the, the, call it the unit gets to be a certain size you need a cdl driver professional right. driver to, right. to drive so so we know that you know most most of our customer base are, are not going to be that they, they they want like what dr sarah said they want to be able to 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 drive it themselves so obviously the bigger it is the, the little more complex it gets i mean in the case of a sprinter you know you can get an extended uh in length and height and that gives you one station we get into a 24-foot unit. Um, it could be, it could, you know, like one face could be glass or not. You know, so you, you can have a really nice environment with with uh, curtains and so forth. And it built out with two stations with an entryway, um, and that would need to be pulled by a you know a bigger truck yeah. uh, box. You know, and then when you get into a coach, that's like a prevost. It's not a prevost per se, okay. but I mean, all of a sudden now you have three stations. And now, now, now that's that that is a little more complicated. It's it's not a CDL scenario, but it does require a little practice, right? Yeah, yeah. What so about the really, power issue the, with the power? That was a good question. Yeah, yeah. The power, uh, you know, everything we, we we create, no different. We have to understand whether it's a, you know what equipment's inside, the power demands. You know, when you get in a sprinter, there's there's you know if you're going to be using a laser in there, most of the most most of the uh, sprinter units. Uh, we'll need auxiliary power uh, outside of what's what comes standard, right? With right. that, that we would provide, but that all has to be kind of mapped out in the discovery we go through in terms of the the creative development that we work on with uh, with Michelle. So, but you know, like all this, it's bespoke. So we'd have to to kind of go through the customer customer experience, what equipment you have in there. Um, you know, what what what, what, what you know? Do you want music in there? What kind of lighting? 
what running water, you know, uh, do you want short power? I mean, you got all those, those technical questions to be sure that uh, the last thing you want is, is to, you know, end up with something that all of a sudden, oops, you know, you, you didn't plan for it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so it, so you have the, the, so there's, you have the aesthetic considerations, which are obviously very important because you don't want it to look like a truck. And then you have the tactical and functional considerations, which will vary based upon what the, what, what's being done inside of it. I think it's, I, I think it's super exciting. And, 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 um, by the way, I'm going to hold you to having one of these units at the MedSpa show next year. We're going to have <laughs> we're going to have that sucker right we're, in there. Well, we're we're looking forward to uh, <laughs> you know to, to getting it out there so that people can see it because you know some of this is you know heretofore it's been a little bit of a concept you know mm-hmm. and we've, we've presented uh, renderings and and we have no issue with um, if you will the production value, but we we'd obviously like to sell a few and get them out there so people can get excited about it as well. Yeah. So we are uh, bumping up on our on our time limit here. Um, um, so I want to I want to just get some kind of final thoughts though, um, uh, Doctor Sarah, from you first. What's the? I mean, are, are you going to have additional buses? Are Are you going to uh, have a bigger bus, or are you happy with where you are? I mean, what's the what is the future lie for for you personally with this um, down the road? Um, I know. Yeah. So. I- I think one of the first questions you ever asked me as soon as we met was, are you going to franchise? Yeah. <laughs> well, because and, and I think and, I and, said, I don't know. I really don't even know what that word means. Like the technicality yeah. of franchising. Um, you know, I think there's so many opportunities. We are growing quite a bit um, in our business and in our space. And I do still think, like I said, I had looked into going to a community not far from us. Um, and there's others around that I've, I've kind of started doing some, some looking into. And it will be a mobile aspect. Like it will be me physically, whether I'm going with my box <laughs> to see what the, the interest is or if I get to haul the, haul the bus around. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I do think that there's, there's definitely opportunities for, um, you know, making it a little bit more accessible to, to me and to others. So, you know, I think trying out new perspective areas is a great way of, of using the mobility if it's not in your wheelhouse to want to do it, you know, full-time in that direction. So... Yeah, um, I, you do lose tires. I did I, <laughs> one time lose two tires in a trip. In fact, mm. I'll have to send you the picture, Alex, because it was pretty sad. Like I pulled up <laughs> and I thought that that kind of road weird, and I looked out there and two shredded tires. Oh. So thankfully, we're in a small area, and so of course, a friend drove by and said, "I can fix that." So anyway, <laughs> but yes, there's some wear and tear no matter where you're going. Um, but yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, I think. I think there's all kinds of opportunities for the mobility aspect of it. I think it's exciting. And, and to be fair, when, when we first met Sarah, I think, I think it was in Dallas and it was several years ago. Um, so Chris, this was way before, you know, this, you know, your concept had come on. I mean, so, you know, you were way ahead of the curve, Sarah. And I was just, I was blown away by what you had put together. I was like, this is, you're onto something. This is crazy. So, uh, and, and Chris kind of last words, um, where do you think the industry is going? What's, what's kind of next for you? What, you know, where do, where do you see this being in a couple of years uh, before we sign off? Well, um, boy, wouldn't that be nice to have a crystal ball? I mean, I think, <laughs> yes, it would. I think, yeah, I think if, if we just go back to this, this theme of experiences are the currency of the future, 
I think that it, it bodes it bodes well for not just this industry but many. And you know, we all want to be touched, and we want the human touch, and we want the closeness of engagement, and we want the convenience and access and ease. So you know, in my mind, if we provide that, regardless of the business we're in, we'll be successful. Yeah, that's great. Um, where can folks find more information about Craftsman Industries and MedSpa Mobile Solutions? Yeah, th- thanks. And, and, and by the way, the, the name we just came up with, so we're, we're in the process of copywriting it and, and all that good stuff. Um, it, it, you can go to Craftsman Industries, uh, ind.com, and you can type in uh, uh, mobile med spas, and there'll be a way, a, a, a way to reach me through that. And, uh, but I, I just want to take a minute to thank Dr. Sarah for, for being the inspiration. And, you know, we, we don't have a formal relationship with Dr. Sarah. Um, you know, that, that's something that maybe, you know, we'll talk about, but, um, you know, that's, she, she's, she's the reason I'm here. So I'm, I'm going to go you. ahead and take 5% of that fee. <laughs> um no so and and dr sarah let's people want to you know you've been very open um with sharing um which has been been great and very refreshing where can folks where can folks reach you if they want to find out more go ahead and just give out your personal cell phone number if you don't mind (laughs) you laugh but it's not far from it um yeah so um, our website is Abilene, A-B-I-L-E-N-E, beautybus.com. And then you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, all the places. So, um, yeah, that's that's us. And happy to answer any questions. I had all kinds of great people reach out after the, the show and try and get back to everybody. So, um, anyway, yeah, we're always happy to, to visit and, and share information. No, that's awesome. And, and congrats to, to both of you on, on what you've done. It's, it's been, it's been fun to watch Sarah, you, you kind of grow and, and I'm, I can't wait to see what the future holds for craftsman industry. Honestly, some of this stuff that's going to come out is going to blow folks away. Thank you both for joining me. Um, I know you're busy people, so I appreciate it. And we'll talk soon. Thanks, Thanks, Have a good one. Yeah. Be in See January. See, See you <laughs> Thanks for joining us this week with the American Med Spa Podcast, Medical Spa Insider. This week, founder Alex Tiersch was joined by Dr. Sarah Trammell and Chris Kappas of Craftsman Industries and Mobile Med Spa Solutions. If you're new with us, click on the subscribe button to receive new content when it happens. Leave a rating and a review. See you on our next episode.